from San Diego, California, this is One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex is taking the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's episode, we're discussing the impact that a wife being in a supportive community can have on your marriage. And there's an anonymous quote that says, we are more powerful when we empower one another. And I think as we talk about wives being in community, that's a, that's a phrase that I think will be echoed throughout this about empowerment and what mm-hmm. it looks like to empower one another. But first, we start every One Extraordinary Marriage episode with a hug. And a hug is an opportunity to, to celebrate what you are doing, how you are being intentional in your marriage. And this hug comes from a we did it. Oh, yay. That we received. So for those of you that don't know, a we did it is, um, that's the expression that is used when a couple completes a sex challenge of any length. And so this starts off with, my husband and I completed a 30-day sex challenge. Wow. And it was definitely worth it. Let's go. My husband said it was harder than he anticipated. Yes, pun it intended, is. Mm-hmm. But he thinks everyone should definitely do one. I am pregnant. And was nearing the end of the second trimester. So that made it more challenging. Yes. But we had sex each of the 30 days. We learned what a blessing nap time showers can be. And that when having sex that often, you need to stay connected very intentionally. Mm. Thank you for all that you do at One Extraordinary Marriage. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, from being pregnant to many of sex challenge babies being conceived, mm-hmm. um, it, it, no matter where you are in your marriage, we've seen folks who are newlyweds to, like I said, being pregnant to those who've been in their married 20, 30 plus Empty years. Nesters, no babies in the house. Mm-hmm. And I mean, going anywhere from seven to 60 plus days. Mm-hmm. And so really what it looks like, and Elisa and I have shared different sex challenges over the years. It's what you guys do to strengthen your sexual intimacy pillar. And the, we did it is just that little, that, that, cherry on the top that goes, we, we accomplish something together. Mm-hmm. So well done. Well done. Well done. We love hearing that. Uh, you know, as, as Tony shared at the top of this episode, we're talking about, um, just the impact that your marriage can, ex- or that wives being in a supportive community can have on your marriage. And it's really interesting. Um, because as we were talking about this episode, I'm like, oh, well, we did we did an episode called, like, I know we did this episode called Men Need Friends, and I went and looked to see when we had done it. Mm-hmm. Guys, we did that episode back in 2017. Yeah, it was episode 369. I'll have a link here in the episode notes for anybody who wants to go check that out. Yeah. So, so six years ago, we took the time to talk about, you know, the importance of men cultivating deep friendships, of men having others that they could turn to and talk to. And interestingly enough. Which to this day is still very important. Oh, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not like I, I'm no, no. so grateful for the friends that you have in your life. But it was kind of interesting because I'm like, we didn't do a companion show. No. You know, there's been a couple times throughout you know, the almost 14 years that we have recorded podcasts that we've done companion shows like, uh-huh. you know, um, the emasculated man and she's not your mother's is the first one that comes to mind where we did back to back. We've done, you know, series shows where they've all been connected and things like that. But I was like, how did we not, how do we not like just pause and, and go, wait a minute. 
what about wives in community? What about wives with friendships? Mm-hmm. So, so here's that companion show, some almost 400 episodes later. You know, it, it kind of happens that way. But, but I got to thinking, like, why didn't we do this? Mm-hmm. And I actually think it's because there are, there's this perception in regard, well, not just perception, but I think there are a lot of myths about women and the depth of the friendships that they have and okay. and what that looks like. And, you know, women talk about everything, you know, we've got, you know, all the magazines in the grocery store and all, like, like women are talking about stuff, right? And they've got, mm-hmm. the, the, they've got this depth to it. But I think we need to actually bust some of those myths and, you know, talk about what shifts, not just for a wife, but for a marriage when a wife is in a supportive community. And I say this as as a wife who, um, for many many years, did not have deep friendships. Mm-hmm. Did not have a supportive community. I mean, I'm trying to think. It's probably only been in the last four or five years. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say, mm-hmm. guys. We we just celebrated our 27th wedding anniversary. That's a lot of years not having community. That that's a lot of years where like I knew people, I had friends. Like I wouldn't have told you I didn't have friends, but I will tell you. You know, if you think okay, if you do the math, if we say five years, well, the podcast is fourteen years older or nine years older, total fourteen years, just about. And uh, so that means that Tony and I have actually been having deeper conversations about some of these topics with all of you that I hadn't actually discussed with friends. Think about that for a second. Like, I'm telling you guys more about relationships and, you know, like what's going on in my marriage than I am my girlfriends. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's uncommon. I think, you know, one of the myths that we kind of get into is this fact that, that you know, women have this depth to their relationship. Like, women talk about everything. And it's not true. Yeah, I think from I mean, a, a husband's perspective is there is an ability for women and wives – that I could see from an outside looking in that there are, there are friendships, the depth of those, I think just because of maybe where you're going, uh, the longevity of being out and about with other, with other wives, I think the perception is going, okay, well, there's, there's some, there's some depth to that relationship there, Mm -hmm. that friendship. Um, but to hear, as we have talked a bit about this, that, yeah, you know, there wasn't a lot of that. It was more about like the children, mm-hmm. you know, maybe some other things. And yet, as you said, what we talk about here on the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, we share much deeper mm-hmm. than we have with our with our friends. I think now it's it's changed over those years though too because many of our friends do listen. Um, and so we can have some banter, we can have some fun with them. But uh, yeah, I would, I would agree with you on that. You know, I, I think it goes actually all the way back to kind of like, I think some of these, these situational, these myths go all the way back to the wedding invitation, right? Like so many of them say, you know, like on this day I marry my best friend. Right, which means that that the marriage relationship becomes kind of that end all be all for like the emotional intimacy, and so you know we don't necessarily go deeper with our friends because like we've we've created this culture that says you're my best friend, and so I'm just going to share all this stuff with you, and and so like that's it. And now to note as a marriage coach, like you don't need to go bad mouthing your husband to everybody. 
Like, let me just say that's really good. But you like, there are things I don't talk about with Tony. You guys, there's stuff that like, if it's going, if it's happening in my body and that kind of stuff is going on, like, I got to figure it out before I'm like, dude, I don't know what's going on here. You know? And so if you don't have that community of wives around you that you can be like, okay, like, is this normal? Like, you know, just think about that hug, right? Like, like, so here's a wife who's pregnant, you know, she's talking about nap time showers. I'm making the assumption that there must be a little one in the house. So body's changing. We're going to have the whole postpartum thing. But when it's your first pregnancy, holy cow, you have no idea what's happening with your body. And I will tell you, I did not have, I did not have friends. I did not have a strong community of wives in my life when we had our first Alex some Mm -hmm. 21 years ago. And we moved three months after he was born from Spokane, Washington to Poway, California. Didn't know a soul and like was just trying to figure it out. I have no idea what guys, what my body was doing. And I had no one to talk to. And I didn't, I felt awkward talking to Tony about it. So I just wasn't talking about a lot of things. Right. So, so, you know, it's this idea. And actually, and that was, let me just put that into context. Our oldest is going to be turning 21. That was a long time ago. So, but we, there, there we were are seven, a lot of, six years married at that point in time. Yeah. Oh, I, I totally, I totally understand where we were in our marriage. It's just very interesting how both men, husbands, and wives need those friendships mm-hmm. outside of the marriage to be able to talk about things. Be it, and hey, those are your buddies. And and I do want to put a caveat around this. These are people who are supportive of marriage. Mm -hmm. These are people who want you to be the best version of yourself. There's a very clear line I think I make when I'm around guys and I pick up on things, and Elisa will too, around women, is if there becomes a attitude of bashing Mm. marriage or other people's wives or husbands, that's not a bunch of people we want to be around mm-hmm. straight up. You're going to become like the people you are hanging out with. And those aren't people I want to hang out with. I want to raise up marriages, not break them down. So always be aware of who you're around and what they're saying and what, and sometimes just what they're spewing Yeah. because what they're spewing doesn't need to be heard. And you have the choice to say enough's enough and get around and into a supportive community that is for marriage. Absolutely. You know, I think one of those myths is that wives talk about everything, right? You know, like we're talking about kids and we're talking about our sex life. Interestingly enough, I talk to a lot of wives who, even though they have women in their world, they aren't talking about these topics. Um, there's a fear that if they bring up, you know, those topics, whether it's sex or something going on with their body, you know, whether it's postpartum body or menopause body or everything in between, whether it's struggles dealing with, you know, being a sandwich generation and, and being like all of those things, there is a very real fear. And this keeps women from sharing in their communities of being judged. Oh, really? That's, that's what's going on in your marriage. Huh? That's how you feel about that. There's a fear of being rejected. Hmm. Like, oh, well, I can't talk to you if that's, you know, if that's what you're dealing with like that. No, I can't. I, you're no getting cut off of being misunderstood. Right. So, so there are these wives and I'm not saying any of this is done intentionally, but there's this, this perception that women are talking about everything. But the reality is, is that there are a lot of wives out there 
that don't feel they can't mm. talk about everything. There's, you know, like I was just talking about bodies. There's this myth that, you know, like I don't, I, there's something wrong with me, right? Like if my body is doing things, if I'm thinking these thoughts or whatever, there's something wrong with me. And we don't know as wives that if we would just talk to other wives and go a little bit deeper, guess what? Girlfriend's got the same thing going on or she's been through it or she knows somebody who has. And you realize that you aren't as alone because I have sat across from countless wives over the years and they're like, you know, Lisa, I'm, I'm dealing with this and, and I haven't been able to talk to anybody about it. And almost every single time, I can't say always because you guys know how I feel about the word always, but I would say almost every single time I can look at a woman and just be like, hey, I want you to know something. That's normal. Mm -hmm. And there's such a sigh of relief when you know like, oh my gosh, okay, I'm not, I'm not the only one, but if you don't have community, if you don't have other wives as a, and husbands, I, you know, I didn't say this at the beginning and I probably should have. Um, this is not just a show for the ladies because if your wife doesn't have a supportive community, I want you listening and even be thinking through like, how can I come alongside her to encourage this, right? Because sometimes she needs your encouragement to say, hey, why don't you go get off coffee? Get to know that gal. You know, a lot of women have also, I think, and this is not a myth, this is, this is truth, but a lot of women have experienced pain at the hands of other women. There, there is the, the whole mean girls thing. We have a daughter who's a senior in high school. We have talked about mean girls over the last four years. We, I, I myself have, you know, I mean, I still remember some of the comments that, you know, were made to me over the years, like from a young girl, you know, like middle school, high school. Like I remember some of the teasing that I got there at the hands of girls. I remember um, messages that I heard from women growing up. All of those things get internalized. And so we women can be like, you know what? <clears throat> I'm going to pull up my big curl panties. I'm going to do this all by myself. And I'm just going to like power through. And you're strong. Mm -hmm. I meet some of the strongest wives through coaching, through people coming up to us at events, things like that. But it's this place of you're carrying all this weight and you're doing it all by yourself. And there's a weariness that comes to that. Guys, like if you're seeing her kind of on the verge of burnout, it might be just that she doesn't have community and she's carrying all the weight of the world on her own two shoulders. And I've lived it. I have lived it those years that I didn't have friends. And, and it's like, it's so funny. I look back now because we just um, celebrated the 50th birthday of one of them. And I like, she's posting pictures of her birthday and I'm like, I'm so blessed. Like it's her birthday and I'm the one sitting there going, I'm so blessed right now because it took time, but I had to be intentional about doing that and being in this place where I had to, and for some of you women out there listening to this, you're going to actually have to maybe even think through and utter the words, I need community. I mm -hmm. need to be around other people. And we want to talk about that a little bit more in depth and how you can go about doing that. Because just because you haven't had that supportive community doesn't mean that you can't create or get into community. We're going to talk about that after this break. Stress, hormone changes, and lack of sleep can impact your skin, causing issues like dryness, dark spots, and acne. I know the closer I get to 50, the more aware I become of this. OneSkin, today's sponsor, offers a simple skincare routine to address these concerns at a cellular level. 
OneSkin has developed a proprietary peptide called OS1 that's scientifically validated to improve the health of your skin beneath the surface without irritation or a complicated multi-step routine. I use the OS1 face topical supplement on my face and neck, which often needs a little extra care with age. Additionally, the OS1 eye supplement helps keep the under eye area fresh, even on little sleep. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OEM at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OEM. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support your show and tell them we sent you. We're back and we're talking about wives becoming part of a community and why it matters so much for your marriage. And this is why, husbands, I hope that you did, um, you didn't click off when you heard us talking about wives and you still hear Tony's voice. This isn't, <laughs> this isn't the Elisa podcast episode. Um, Hey, I will say from a husband standpoint, there are things that I think I have tried to fill that gap. I tried to fill that mm-hmm. gap for many years mm-hmm. and it can be really tough and it can be, it can, it can just be weary because as Elisa shared, there are many things that are happening in her life, be it from head to toe, internally, externally, body confidence, you know, mindset, anything that you want to talk about from a female perspective, from a wife perspective. And I tried for many years to try to fill that. And I found that she was frustrated and I was frustrated Mm -hmm. because that isn't the relationship that we have. We are husband and wife. I am there to support her, encourage her. I don't know all the ins and outs and things that are going on. I try to, to my best of my ability. And yet I've realized over the years that I need others. And so does she. I'm just laughing because literally one of the things, for those of you that haven't hit perimenopause yet, this is just going to you know sound like gibberish, but like one of the most concrete things that a man cannot understand is night sweats, right? It, but you talk to another woman who's had night sweats and they're like, oh yeah, but you talk to a man who's like, I don't understand why you push me away when you get hot in the middle of the night. You don't feel hot to me. And you're just like, oh my gosh, get away from me. So just one tiny example. And that's happened. That's happened here. So, so it's, it's helpful. Mm-hmm. It allows her to go, okay. And by doing that, it allows us to look at our pillars of intimacy and strengthen what we can strengthen underneath the covering of the marriage. Mm-hmm. And so it's like why we did Men Need Friends, why we did that episode. Because I believe that we need those guys around us to speak into us and we got to share where we're at. Mm-hmm. Either way, men, wives, wherever it needs to be, the key is being vulnerable at some point in time. And that's the big piece is, are you willing to get vulnerable with people? Can you be in that community mm-hmm. where you can be vulnerable? And I have found those men in my life where I can do that and I can speak freely and honestly and not be like, why would you say something like that? Now, if I'm way off the rails, I want them to say something Absolutely. to me. I think any about any of us would want that. But within the normal day to day of like, wow, what's going on? 
like we have to allow ourselves a place to just share and go, all right, this is what's really happening in my life right now. Well, and that's why, you know, we're not just talking about wives being in community because, I mean, you can look around work, you can look around school, you can look around church, like wives are in community. But when we elevate that to being a supportive community, Mm. you know, what does it look like to be in a community where, where positivity is encouraged, where, like Tony said, you know, we both have a pretty high, um, pretty high sensitivity to men or women bashing on their spouses or talking poorly about marriage. That's just not a place where Tony and I are going to, we're just not going to stay. If we sense that we're like, we're out. Um, And that's, again, when you're looking for a community and becoming part of a community, finding one that you're like, hey, like, how do you talk about your husbands? It's a really bold question to ask, but like, I want to know, you know, are you in a place where like it's encouraged? Like, yes, we can talk about the problems, but addressing the problem and not, you know, criticizing the spouse, right? It's because we are in a community that supports marriage and to be in this place of saying, you know what, we're going after the same thing. We want to create an extraordinary marriage. Yes. Do problems happen? hundred percent. Tony and I still have issues mm-hmm. 27 years later, but how we talk about them to you guys, to one another, to our friends really is all about what the problem is and not about who the person is because positivity is such a, just a core value of that. Mm-hmm. You know, you also want to look for a supportive community that encourages honesty and vulnerability. You know, emotional intimacy, you know, we talk about it in chapter five in the book, you know, it's that closeness and connection to, through your thoughts and values, right? And, the, you know, as we talk about that and, you know, thoughts, your, your beliefs, all of that, your dreams and whatnot. Well, emotional intimacy isn't just a pillar for the marriage relationship. Mm-hmm. When you're in a strong, supportive community, can you have that same level of vulnerability? Can you step into that place where you're like, you know what, I'm going to trust you with the truth a- and to create that as you know a core tenant of that community of stepping into a place and saying, you know what, we're not just going to, I mean, look, you can stand in the grocery store line, talk to another lady and, and you know, both be looking at Cosmo and I mean, you could be in, having a conversation, but how vulnerable is that? How, I mean, that is, that is like the epitome of the surface level, you know, line, check out lines, take a long time. You're both looking at the magazines, right? But are you in a community that will encourage honesty and vulnerability? Will you be in a community that talks about the important topics? It's crazy to me as I talk to wives, how many of them like have so many things they want to talk about. You know, as we age, what's going on with our bodies, what's going on with our families, transitions and all that kind of stuff. And yet don't feel like they have any place where they can talk about those important topics. Mm. Having a supportive community where you can go and you can lay it out and just be like, you know what? Here's what I'm dealing with. And to hear those, yeah, no, I get it. Like I've been there. You know, maybe there there are wives a little bit further ahead and wives behind you. They're like, wait, what happens? What happens? But... But you can be in that place and you can be vulnerable. And then when you have victory in those areas, you are part of a supportive community. Like seriously, ladies, as we get into a place where we can be in community and celebrate one another's victories, oh my gosh, it rewrites all of that scripting around the catty, mean girls, all of that kind of stuff. And it makes us feel like, okay, 
Like I got my warrior tribe behind me. I can go do this. I can conquer those goals. I can, you know, choose intimacy with my husband. I can step into this place of vulnerability. I, I can step into these types of situations because I know because I got my, my community behind me. I've got my, my tribe. I know I'm not alone. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I will tell you, men, when she feels like she's not alone, when she understands that the things that she's going through and dealing with aren't just isolated to what happens in the four walls of your home, and she's got a safe place to process and deal with. And not that you aren't a safe place, but you're a guy. Like your brain is different, straight up. How you handle things, how you see things. That's why, you know, so many times in coaching, and Tony, I've even had this dynamic in our own marriage. He's like, well, like, let's just figure out how to fix it. And I just look at him like, what do I say? I don't want you to fix this. But a community of wives knows that. And so it's so powerful. And it's, it is one of those things why, you know, I know it took us almost 400 episodes to get to this one. But I don't think that timing was accidental. No. Yeah, I think it's. I think it really actually mirrors a lot of the growth that I've experienced in my own life, in in stretching, in learning what it looks like to not just have friends, but be a friend, mm-hmm. be part of a community, and and to understand that, and you know, getting into a place where you know, fostering community matters fostering community matters and it's getting into this place where you know they're ladies and i'm not saying you don't have community like let me be real clear like i'm not saying this doesn't exist anywhere in the world because you might find it in your church there might be a mom's group that you're a part of and you're like alisa we've got that and whether it's at the church or you know a mom's group or wives like i want you the next time you get together with your girls like high five them and just say thank you kind of like what we were talking about in last week's episode we were talking about you know expression grad like crush it Go and celebrate those women. You know, maybe you're looking for a community and you're like, you know what? I need to like check out what's happening at One Extraordinary Marriage with the Bold Wives Club, like those types of things because I'm looking for this and it doesn't exist where I am. Where, whatever you, like if you can celebrate where you've got it, go for it. And from a, from a husband's standpoint, encourage. Like that's the one thing I always tried to do with Elisa in different seasons of life. And sometimes she didn't listen. Sometimes she was just like, no. I'm like, okay. Like, all I can do is encourage as well as show. Mm. I had to step out too. Like, I couldn't be like, you need you need friends. Like, you need a, a community of wives. But I'm going to sit here and do nothing. Like, I also had to show, take action. Because mm-hmm. I had to grow. And I had to learn. And overall, I think Elise and I would look at our, our years of marriage, 27 of them. We have had many ups and downs. We have clung to each other like there's never before, and we still cling to each other. And we will till the day we die. And yet, it, it's a good thing to be able to call up a friend, to be able to be in a group of men, of women, where you can share, where you can let loose a little bit. You can share the, the, the issues that are going on, get some different perspectives, you know, at our high school for our football team, um, our coach is great. B 
because hold on i gotta give you guys context because i know you can hear all the emotion in, in tony's voice and the emotion is um because this season of our life is about to end yep. um as we are recording this episode we are one week away from senior night and um between our two kids, one is a player and one is a manager, we've been involved with this program for seven years. Yeah. So we've seen a lot. So it's it's a little bit of an end of an era, and that's why he's getting so choked yeah. up because I know you're like, why? What's yeah. up with this whole like tearing about coaches? Yeah. But coach said from the from the very first time we stepped in there, it takes it takes a village. And I I know here at one extraordinary marriage we talk about the marriage, mm-hmm. the husband, the wife. And yet we need a village, you know, through the highs and the lows of life and of marriage, we need people around us. Sometimes that's us doing it together, right? We need, we need a village. We need people that we can come to as a couple and be a part of. Many of you have done this with a six pillars of intimacy, small group study, you know, Many of you have done it by coming and joining us for the marriage getaway. Mm -hmm. You've done it through other ways. And then there are times when we need to be, as an individual, a husband, a wife, we need those other people around us. We need that village around us to support us, to encourage us, Mm -hmm. to lift us up when when we have those hard times. And we need to be there for others, to lift them up. Mm-hmm. to cheer them on, to give them some sound advice. Because there's one thing in, in this life that I really believe in, and it's the relationships we have. The relationships we have with our spouse, with our children, with our friends, wherever it may be, mm-hmm. they matter. Mm-hmm. They matter. And I want to I wanna make sure that you understand that well and and, you know i definitely appreciate the emotion that tony shows just as he's reflecting on this because like i said um we are one week away um from transitioning out of that community but it's been a community that has supported us in some really hard times and that's that would be my encouragement. You know, we've, we've celebrated a lot of victories together as part of this football community. We have celebrated, um, you know, just all of the accomplishments of the kids. And we've even seen, you know, this team go through teams over the years. I mean, seven years of teams, um, go through some really rough times and support in those hard times. Like when Alex tore his ACL. Yeah. And we had the support. And what I would say is ladies, if you're, if you're in a community, I'm going to encourage you, like I said, to, to high five and to celebrate and maybe even send a few texts to, to those women that you can be deep with that support you that are, you know, pro marriage and all that kind of stuff. And just let them know that they are appreciated Mm -hmm. and that you're glad they're part of your tribe. But I would say if you're listening to this episode, if you are a wife listening to this episode and you're not part of a community like that, this is the week that you say, you know what, let me, let me go out and do this. Let me, let me start looking to see what's out there. Let me step into something that I haven't stepped into before. And husbands, you heard Tony. You can encourage. You can't make. <laughs> Does not go well for you when you try and make us do anything. But encourage her. If you know that it would make a difference, you know, Bold Wives Club might be 
the first place to, to take a look and, and you can, you know, get more information on that at boldwivesclub.com. But don't, don't keep doing life by yourself. Don't keep doing life where you don't feel seen or supported. This is, this is the time to shift all of that, not just for yourself, but also for your marriage. Yeah. You know, as we come to an end here today, it's interesting. Sometimes we do these episodes and, and Elisa and I know where we're going, but sometimes we just don't <laughs> know what's going to happen. The emotions, the things that come up and because things get stirred up. Mm-hmm. And so hopefully this episode may just stir something in you to just go, you know what? It's time. It's time. Time to be bold. It's time to step up. It's time to go enough of me doing this Lone Ranger thing. It's time for me to, you know, meet other wives, especially for your wives, to to step in. And I would highly suggest you check out Bold Wives Club. You can do that at boldwivesclub.com to learn more and what Elisa is doing with these amazing, amazing wives. So step in, check it out. It's going to be amazing. You guys have yourselves a fantastic week and we'll catch you next week. Love you guys.